Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, everybody. You are listening to News Talk 830 WCCO. Chad Hartman is off today. My name is Chris Eggert. I'm with 5A Witness News. also do a show over there on Channel 5 called Minnesota Live, which is on from 9 to 10. And uh, you know what? From time to time, I'd like to uh, come over here and, uh, and bother Dave Harrigan, producer of the Chad Hartman Show. Thank you for that. Which is fun. Good to catch up. Uh, we used to uh, work in the same building back in the day, way, way, way back in the yes, day. Yes, then I got fired and they kept you around. <laughs> well, it's, only it's, matter, it's only a matter of time. It's coming for all it's of only us, right? a, It's only a matter of time. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Uh, so, uh, I don't know if any of, you, any of you guys out there in Radio Land happen to catch, uh, there's been an article kind of, or some news kind of floating around on social media the last couple of days uh, about a huge, huge, huge summer for Cicada. You know, you know the cicada. Do you love them? Do you hate them? Do you have a uh, Dave? Do you have a position on? Not a big cicada. Fan. Not, Not a big fan. fan of the cicada. Really? Yeah. Could, like just because of the way they look, or just the is the sound annoying to you? This sounds not great, but insects in general, hey, who needs them? I mean, they are a, a terribly not pleasant bug to look at. <laughs> And they're horrifying. I remember the first time I saw one, I was like, what in God's name is this? <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it's it, it's scary. Uh, to me, I, They're going to be everywhere. To me, I like them because it's a sound of summer, uh, but you're going to get all kinds of sounds of summer. That, some people like baseball. Some people <laughs> that's like golf. True, that's true. Some people like a cicada. That's true. So we're going to talk about it with an arborist from Davy Tree, Tyler Hesseltine. Tyler, how are you today? Uh, I'm good. Thank you for inviting me on to talk about cicadas. So tell us about uh, what, what's, what are your thoughts on the cicada hatch? It's supposed to be like a, a record setter or something, right? Yeah. You know, it's funny because in talking about cicadas, it's probably important to know, you know, the ones that we think about here in Minnesota are different than the ones that are getting all the buzz. So, you know, there's the really interesting cyclical cicadas, that have their like 13 and 17 year and all these like different uh, broods that come out in large numbers in these very specific time periods. But like the cicadas that you guys are talking about that I also hear in the middle of summer, um, they're, they're pretty common or they're annualized. And so the, the big hatches with the big broods that come every so often uh, aren't even really found in Minnesota, but the ones that we, we like to refer to with like the dog days of summer, um, I'm with you. The, uh, they are kind of weird to look at with their weird little <laughs> legs, big exoskeletons. Uh-huh. They're a big bug. Yeah. It's not just a, it's not like this is a, and it doesn't 
conduct itself like a butterfly or something cute. So they're, they're an interesting bug to talk about. And uh, we talk about them a lot, you know, usually come mid July uh, when it's been really hot and the sun starts to go down and we can hear them like the power lines buzzing off in the right, distance. Right. So the, so what you're saying is the big hatch that people have probably been reading the articles about on social media or some of their news sites is an East, it's kind of an East coast thing. Yeah, it's generally the eastern and uh, southern central part of the country. So there are definitely broods that are known about that are going to hatch and overlap this year in Wisconsin uh, and Iowa. Uh, but, yeah, the ones that we're we're looking at are are kind of um, our annual cicadas. Okay. So, but yeah, it's noteworthy in the uh, eastern part of the country because of the overlapping uh, broods this year could lead to, you know, <laughs> a plague-like look, you know, in some parts of the country for, for times when those, are, when those uh, adults are coming out. So it's not just necessarily a, a noise thing. It's a thing where, like, the, the cicada could, like, be all over everything and everywhere out east? Yeah. I kind of would liken it to um, our mayfly hatches yeah. of yore. About the, you know, we have, I remember driving up uh, Highway 52 coming into St. Paul, uh, a, a particular day, uh, a decade or so ago, and it just blotted out my windshield to mm-hmm. where I needed windshield wipers. Well, mayflies are pretty small and soft and, you know, squishy, but if you had those kinds of numbers with a big-bodied, you know, hard-bodied exoskeleton like a cicada, uh, yeah, I could, you know, you could see where that's going to be noteworthy. <laughs> oh, man. No? Yeah, like cancel your travel plans to the East Coast. <laughs> you can get it's pelted by. I mean, the cicada like a it's like a hailstone. If one of those things would hit you. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a much bigger pet. Uh, I won't call it a pest because I don't think they're pests. Yeah. But uh, and luckily, you know, everyone they're they're not biters. You know, they actually use sucking mouth parts to get juices out of plants. They are going to fly away from us. They'll leave us alone. Which, you know, as far as pests go, I would put that in a much safer and more comfortable spot than, say, a mosquito. Right. Which is a lot but, you know, mosquitoes, we all know, are a little more of a nuisance. Can you imagine if cicada were like a mosquito, how horrifying that would be? (laughs) Yeah, people make a joke about being able to be carried away by mosquitoes when it's, like, thick of the summer. But I think cicadas, in those numbers, could absolutely carry me and my whole family maybe pick up my house and move it across the country. Like, yeah, it would be a, it'd be a pretty big deal. That's crazy. So from a, from an arborist standpoint, let's, let's get back to sort of uh, our, our, our situation in Minnesota. You think the cicada is going to be a, a standard thing. Uh, the, the cicada are in the, are they in the ground at the base of the tree or are they actually in the trees? Forgive me uh, for a lack of knowledge on that. Yeah. Uh, the annual ones are, uh, they're spending uh, the life cycle before we see them underground. And then when we actually hear them in the summer, they're, they're molting and then they come out and they're spending basically a short period of their life cycle, uh, mating, laying eggs, doing some feeding, and, and then, you know, the generation is done. And do you know from the way the weather was last last year in the summertime i it was pretty dry for a majority of the summer does that have any impact on on what the cicada hatch might be here uh, you know i would 
argue there are probably some entomologists that would like to put their thumb down on the scale on where things will land in that regard, whether they, the heat makes a difference, the extended drought makes a difference, the lack of snowfall makes a difference, the warmer winter makes a difference. Um, probably, uh, I'm, I'm just smart enough to know I, I don't want to put my thumb on the scale on that. I'll see what happens, yeah. you know, and, but it, it, there are so many factors in these population blooms and busts, especially with just our annual cicada that um, I'm, I'm not predicting some sort of tidal wave or lack thereof just because of the harsh summer or winter conditions we're experiencing. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Tyler, before we go, uh, during our, our last segment, we were, we were talking sort of yards and trees and gardens and everything because everything's so weird out right now and it's, you know, January 31st and it's 52 degrees out. Uh, do you have any advice from a um, arborist perspective about the trees? He, our expert we had on earlier was saying he, he's, he's kind of worried about evergreen trees because things are so dry and we're not getting a lot of snow. And he's sort of worried about what this winter, what kind of impact it may have with the trees. Yeah. Um, trees have a longer memory than we do in regard to these things, these matters. So it's relevant that it was hot and dry last summer. We did not get a significant recharge in the fall. So conifers, yes, um, are more vulnerable to uh, the winter burn. And what's going to be really relevant, I think, will be the next 60 days or so, because most things are pretty good through the early part of winter. But if we see warm, sunny, and especially windy days, that allow moisture to kind of be sucked or depleted out of our conifers, uh, that's going to be an issue. So the worry for conifers is they dry out. The worry for our deciduous plant material is that um, they can kind of run off of daylight, but if we are warm and everyone's seen where their lilac buds will swell early or silver maple buds will come out, uh, the flower buds will start to swell and open. If we get a, If we get back to the cold, we're going to get a lot of burning and distortion of leaf, vegetative, and flowering bud problems. Mm -hmm. So they may come out, and then they'll have, like, blackened edges or be distorted. That's from frost damaging them from showing up too early. Sure. Well, uh, it, it, it's definitely a weird year, so we're, we'll – I will wait and see what happens. And every, I have every confidence, Tyler, that you'll be very busy at Davy Tree no matter what, right? Well, I appreciate uh, talking about – plants and stuff with you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I'm, for those of you who d who did not want to have a cicada invasion, you, we, we don't, it sounds like we don't have to worry about that. We got good news here it's, in the Midwest. It's the East Coast, uh, East Coast. And thank you to Texter who just texted in to say, cicadas are tasty. <laughs> That's a take I was not expecting. I'm glad that Texter knows and I don't have to find out. <laughs> exactly. You're listening to Newstalk 830 WCCO. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You are listening to News Talk 830 WCCO. I hit the post. You did. <laughs> you respect your Harry Styles. Barely, man. barely, barely, barely hit the post. It barely is exactly how you want to do well, it. Well, no, that's very true. That's very true. Uh, Chad Hartman's off today. My name is Chris Haggard. I'm with Five Eyewitness News. So glad to be with you here today. Hanging out with Dave Harrigan, and uh, we've uh, taken all all kinds of interesting topics today. The cicada invasion that may not be. It's going to be a regular cicada year around here. Around here, not watch the, out not the east, east coast, coast though. And... They're, they're going to get. They're going to be, It's going to be raining, raining cicada. They're going to take it over. And again, I don't know who somebody texted and said they're good eating. I'm guessing that was a, a joke. Well, uh, but I don't know. I mean, folks eat grasshoppers. It's true. They serve them at the ballpark in have you uh, ever, Seattle. Have you ever? Uh, no. Yeah, they uh, on no. on our Minnesota live show where I generally get paid a good portion of the time just to eat things. <laughs> we they uh, had uh, c- c- cricket flour, like cookies made from cricket flour. Yeah, I'm not in on that. Like ground up Wait. cricket, cricket, like cricket. The cricket, the ground up crickets are like the. The, the protein, or they were the, the binding for the cookie. It, and, oh. and, they, and they didn't tell us that, that, that they, they just sprung the cookies on us without telling us that they were made of a grasshopper. Or what, well, that's the best way to do it. Cricket or whatever it was. That's, I would much prefer that than you telling me in advance. Don't you, wouldn't you feel a little hoodwinked? I would feel hoodwinked, but knowing I'm on television and I have to take a bite of this cookie... I would much rather not know and be surprised than have to know it hours before. Or just kind of stew about yeah, it. Yeah, just worry about I don't want to do this. I don't want to. And you know, make faces and yeah. make the guest all uncomfortable and upset. That, that, How was it? I mean, it was fine. It didn't. It didn't really taste like anything. It was kind of a regular, boring cookie. Nothing extravagant about it. I, I, the idea of though eating the bugs, cicada. Crickets, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, it's it's something that it's gaining more and more traction uh, in the world community when you talk about you know food consumption and food production, and that it would be much cleaner to sure. be able to mass produce bugs because they're everywhere almost as it is. Uh, you know, uh, having had a cricket cookie now, and having had a hamburger recently, it's hard for me to make the switch. <laughs> you don't want to come home one night to a Mrs. Eggert and say, hey, do you have any dinner thoughts? And she says, cricket steak? Let's have cricket steak. <laughs> Tiny little, <laughs> hard to cut up that steak. Just a teeny little grill. It's fine. <laughs> but cicada would be bigger. I mean, from a, just a practicality standpoint, cicada would be bigger, a little more a little bulk to them. Mm-hmm. Do you grind up the wings then too? 
or you just take sort of the the like main part of the body. Do you have to? It's got the exoskeleton. You clean it? Yeah. Or are you eating the exoskeleton? Or are you eating the, the the stuff on the inside? This is a disgusting conversation. It is. It's really awful. It is. What, what's funny is the day we had the cricket cookies sprung on us, the one person who did not deal very well with it was my dear friend and colleague, Chief Meteorologist Ken Barlow. Oh, really? From 5 Eyewitness News. He was, uh, he was pretty taken aback by that situation. Ken's a he's a, a, a he's he's very particular about his what he eats. Mm-hmm. And I mean that it's not not an insult. Like I'm a trash can. I will eat. I will eat anything. <laughs> like oh, there's a look. There's a half a candy bar laying on the floor back here. It's been here for six years. Ah, I'll, I'll eat that. Who cares? Seems but, like nobody wants it. I guess yeah. I will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, that, the, and so he ate it on the air. And then they told him it was. Oh, it was. Uh, it's it not a great scene. Ah, poor guy. It's, it's not a great scene. Uh, and uh, I, I bring up Kenny because uh, Kenny B is going to join us here in a second. Um, it's always a pleasure when we can get the one and only Ken Barlow here to just to talk and to, to chat. Not about cricket cookies, but he's going to talk, talk about this weird, weird weather that we've got. So we're, we're looking at a record-setting day today. Uh, high temperature, I think, forecast to be around 54. So we'll discuss that. With 5 Eyewitness News, Chief Meteorologist Ken Barlow. When we come back, you're listening to News Talk 830 WCCO. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Chad Hartman is not back. Chad Hartman is not here today. And my name is Chris Sagert. I'm with Five Eyewitness News. I'm very, uh, very honored to be sitting in this in this very chair for the legendary Chad Hartman. I have uh, enlisted the the um, services of another broadcasting legend here in the Twin Cities, the one and only Chief Meteorologist Ken Barlow from Five Eyewitness News. Hi, Ken. How are you? Happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> if you're not here to jump Happy out of a cake. birthday to you. I'm jumping out of a cake in the morning. Get ready, big guy. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Hi, I Kenny. missed it today, but I was, I'm back now, and you better watch out. I, I have every confidence that you'll, you'll embarrass me. <laughs> I, w- I was sharing the story about the cricket cookies uh, before we went to break, and when they did that to us, and uh, it's still, still uh, it's, it's pretty horrifying. Do you remember that? It's, oh, do I remember it? It's one of my traumas <laughs> in my life now. You're like, you will oh never God. eat, you'll never eat, never eat a cookie that you don't know with the origin story from it. They said, if you eat this cookie, I promise you it'll taste good. And I did eat the cookie and I thought, you know, that's not bad. <clears throat> What's in there? And Marcotte said, crickets. He's a producer of the show. And I said, what do you mean crickets? <laughs> he said, yeah, they're in there. Look. I looked and there was a leg sticking out. <laughs> so gross. I didn't even look at the damn thing. I just ate it. <laughs> so gross. Uh, <laughs> that's stuff we put up with, right? Are you ha- are you having a good birthday working two two shifts? <laughs> it's good. I, I'm 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 so happy to be here and I'm not sitting at home staring at my walls uh, being bored because no <laughs> one's in the house with me. So it's great. Grand, well, I, grand you always time. have the two dogs. <laughs> no, that's true. The dogs are sitting at home right now. I'm going, dude. What's up? When are you coming home? Did you did you ever fix the wee wee problem? <laughs> yeah, 
uh, <laughs> I had a dog who was um, tinkling when I would walk in the door because she was so excited to see me. I don't think she'll do that today because I think she'll just be mad. Because you weren't there. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I yeah. decided to do the radio. Well, Kenny, I, I, I wanted you on because I wanted to talk about the, the weather today. We're, are, are, have we set the record yet today? We smashed the record today. We did. The, re- the other record was 46 from 1995 and 2009. Now it's as you just heard a few minutes ago, 53 degrees. I'm shattering a record by seven degrees in the end of January is massive. Wow. You know, we usually break it by one or two degrees or just tie it. Yeah. We just, we obliterated this record. And but yeah. this is not the January record. This is the January 31st record, correct? Correct. We have, we've had uh, 60 before in January. And this, this whole month now, even though it's been this warm, is only going to be in the top 20 warm Januarys ever on record, which which seems crazy. And it's also going to be, even though we've only had two inches of snow, we've had about 17 other Januarys with less snow. That's, I'm glad you brought that. I'm glad you brought that perspective, which is exactly why I, I wanted to have you on today to, to sort of offer that because I think, and, and, I just think people have a short memory when it comes to like I don't ever remember there being a I don't ever remember there being a January like this and and you're here to tell us or that, a brown Christmas yeah, or yeah you know, all those things yeah I mean, it's definitely yeah, you know, average you, a brown Christmas once every four or five years mm-hmm. I mean it's, we just forget you're right. yeah right of course because it's just it's so it's so unusual for Minnesota you would why in the world would there be a brown Christmas so what what right. is the Explain sort of the the backstory on, on the weather phenomenon. I, I always mix up if it's El Nino or El Nina or which 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 pattern it is that's impacting us right now. We have had La Ninas in years past, where the water off of Central America is colder than normal, and it's a big conveyor belt of cold water that impacts the weather around the entire world. Everything is connected. Everything is interconnected. We're breathing air molecules that Cleopatra breathes. I mean, everything is connected That's somehow. Crazy. Yeah, isn't it? And also, um, now we have El Nino. El Nino is really warm water, and this is a very strong El Nino. What does that mean for us? Usually it means a warm winter, not maybe this warm, but warmer than normal and lower than normal or around normal snowfall. And we've had 7.3 inches of snow in January, uh, this whole season. And last year at this time, we had 56 inches. And it snowed another 35 inches from here forward last year. <laughs> so this will be the eighth least amount of snow in a January with our the two inches. It's not obviously going to snow today. And it will be about the 17th or 18th warmest. So in other words, if you go back to 1873 when records began, this is one of the top 16 or 17 warmest Januarys of those 150. So there you go. It's uh, warm, but it's been warmer. Uh, this is Chief Meteorologist Ken Barlow with Five Eyewitness News calling in on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, a great perspective, Ken. Again, I think I think people sort of need to understand that. And, and I and I would also say to uh, take it even a little bit further. You you also bring up an important point about how long it's been since they have been keeping records. Yeah, 1872. So 1872. And 
you will sometimes hear the phrases th- thrown around that uh, this is the hottest it's ever been. I mean, we right. the reality right. is we don't know when the hottest it's ever been, right? <laughs> It was it was definitely warmer when there were volcanoes around North America. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then it was cooler because of the ash in the atmosphere. So, yeah, uh, 1873 is the base they go by, but they've been keeping records since 1872. Either way, it's been a long time. What do you yeah. s- what, what do you see for I know you we don't you don't like to forecast out beyond five to seven days. But as you, you do have an idea what the you know, the 14-day weather outlook looks like. Is, does yeah. anything appear to be pulling back into line with a little more typical Minnesota winter, or where, where do things where they look like they're headed? I, it looks like it's going to stay warm at least for the first two weeks of February. That's half the month, in case you can't do math. And it looks like it's going to get wetter, not necessarily whiter. I mean, there may be a little more snow, but it looks like it's going to be so warm it may actually rain a little bit more than average for February. Well, we, we are hopefully super. Be, oh, go ahead, Ken. Hopefully there'll be a storm thrown in there somewhere for snow lovers. I, mean, I want to cross country ski. I haven't cross country skied all winter, and I love doing that. Uh, I, I don't mind getting a bill break with my furnace, though. That's kind of <laughs> nice. Yeah, I know. It's a, it, it really is a catch-22. The, the kids were asking me the other day, like, is it going to snow? And I, I, I don't know. It doesn't. It's not looking like it. And they were both mad. They're like, well, that's that's stupid. We live in Minnesota. There should be snow. It's like... But but make sure make sure they know. Like I'm saying, there have been uh, 17 other Januarys where we've had less than two inches of snow. As crazy as that sounds, the top two are back in the 1880s. Or mm-hmm. I don't even remember that. But you're going to start remembering it soon. Aha, age <laughs> joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Stop with that. Uh, let's see. What was I going to ask you before we go? Not not about cricket cookies. It's uh... oh oh, and I I did look at the past uh, five strong El Nino years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also showed a much warmer February than normal. So we have that historic stuff to look at, and we have the current computer models both showing the same thing: the warm weather will last. Sure. Um, I, now I know I remember what I was going to ask you about, uh, just the idea of getting some rain, any kind of precipitation. Cause it's, it's, it's getting to be like, we've got to be pushing back into drought territory again, don't we? Yeah. Well, we're still, we're still drier than normal. Um, and the new drought outlook actually is just coming out right now, but I can't imagine it's going to show much of a change because like we talked about months ago, when it rained at Christmas time, well, a month ago, when it rained at Christmas time, the ground was thawed, hadn't frozen yet, and all of that rain, and we had about two to three inches of it, sank, got absorbed into the soil, into the water table. So last year we went into winter in a big drought, and we were still in it in the spring. Mm-hmm. This time this, the drought is pretty much over. So it's drier than normal, but it's not officially a drought at least around the seven-county metro area. Yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about that. I mean, it uh, it was a real soaker during the Christmas time, so totally it, forgot it about was that. Soaking, it was soaking for, I, mean, I think Santa got soaked. It was rainy on Christmas Eve, too. Yep, uh, hard, to, hard to set the sleigh down on the roof when, you, when there, or there's no In snow much. on there, right? Well, I found out from a, from a secret source that he has little wheels like a... Like a um, a lake airplane does, you know. Oh, really? Really? That we kind of a landing gear? I had no idea. Look at you. Know you. My brother, my brother thought 
saw him in a helicopter once on our roof in uh, in Rhode Island growing up. So I know this to be true. All of these facts. So, it, it sounds it sounds true to me. That that's why you're a chief meteorologist. You, you know you know things. You know things. <laughs> Ken, thank you. Good to talk to you. We will. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow, dark and early. I'll be back to hunt you tomorrow. All right. Sounds good. Chief Meteorologist Ken Barlow with 5 Eyewitness News calling in on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker hotline. Time right now is 2.48. We'll be right back. You're listening to News Talk 830 WCCO. Hi, everybody. News Talk 830 WCCO. Chad Hartman. Is he back? Is he back tomorrow? No, Adam oh. Carr will be doing oh, this tomorrow Adam's while we there. are doing the Kick Hunger Day radio. Oh, yeah, that's a huge day for you guys. It is a huge day over at Second Harvest Heartland. So nice. Carter will be doing this shift from noon to three, and then uh, Chad will be back on the show Friday. Oh, gotcha. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, Jason DeRussia. Hello. Just walked in the room. I, I paid you the highest compliment that I could at, at, at the, the top of the show when I started here at 12. Oh. That, 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 to, to do this correctly, like the Masters. Right. Like the Chad Hartman, like the Jason DeRussia, you have to come out, and when that mic comes on, right when the show starts, hot take. Hot take. Like you can't. Right. You can't f- fuck around. I like around to spin and, a yarn. Yeah. I've had to, you know, I've had to train that out of me. Yeah, I, I, the was, TV news version of storytelling where you're like, in a town. Yeah, yeah. I, I was <laughs> like, a gal I was like, yeah, stay sitting with, on her front porch. Right. Right. Are you this Do I hear Boyd Huber? Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> that was good. That, yeah. that's, a, that's, uh-huh. that's what I got. So anyway, uh, yes. I, 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 you had a hot take right hot off take, the bat? Hot take. I like him. Hot take. You got to be careful. Back when I was in your shoes, you know, anchoring the morning show at Channel 4 and then coming over here and trying to be, you know, hot take guy. You got uh, to be, be careful. careful. Yeah. So you came out hard uh, against uh, Mayor Fry's veto. Of the uh, city council resolution, yeah, I, I like to get right into Middle East. It's <laughs> I think a, that's fine. It's a good, it's a non-controversial topic Correct. just to, to to dig right in on for sure. I, yeah. I I went uh, I went hard against the naming the snowplows. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, and I understand the people came for you, and you had yeah, to hit they, the they dump pitch, button. Is that true? Pitchfork. Yeah, yes, they, they, did. they were so run. Ron, Does Ron? the profanity end up on the podcast? Find out Ooh. by going to the Chad Hartman Show page Ooh. and check our one and see if that profanity – I don't know how our systems work. I'm not uh, really a tech – well, find out by downloading the podcast. Is that the best tease for Chad's podcast? That, that was really good. You have yeah. grown so much, Jason. Thank you. You really are. It's, it's flawless. You know who I'm going to have on my show today? Who? It's uh, – Someone who's pretty ticked that you didn't ask her to come on your show. It's your morning news co-anchor. I was wondering if you'd have her. You talk about the Maui stuff? Yes. Good. Yeah. Good. She thought I was curious that you didn't invite her on, but uh, she noted that I guess you like Ken better. And she didn't say you're a raging kind of patriarchal sexist, but that's sort of what I heard. That you have we sort of a new no women allowed rule. Yeah, it's I get it's, it. It's yeah. fair. Seen and not heard. Five thirty. I'm talking about the. Figured Megan was probably really over me at this point in the it's day, fair. which is spent honestly why I did think about it because she spent uh, several days now reporting on the Maui fires and sort of talking about the recovery, which is not good. 
It's not, good. not good at all. No. And there haven't really been a lot of people over there telling the kind of stories that she's telling. So it's I'm cool. Glad you guys I'm are impressed doing that. that you guys went. Yeah. Like, I think that's a, you know, so many Minnesotan vacation in Maui. And so I was super curious to see what it looks mm-hmm. like. So yeah, want to we'll know if you should 530. go or not. I assume you're also watching. We, we looked up the TV screen a minute ago and saw that Mark Zuckerberg is being grilled. Mm. Is that what the headline he said? Humiliated, humiliated. According to TMZ. The hearings going on in Washington, D.C. You know, I, I'm, when I look to solutions for technological issues, go I look right to, to – Well, I look to Americans, Congress. uh, our Congress people. Yeah. Who knows tech better? Yeah, no one. No one. What's the average age of a <laughs> lawmaker in the United States right now? I think they're still counting. 89? They're, something, something like they've that. Been, they've seen a thing or two. And they've that's seen important. a thing or two. And that's important. Yeah. Experience is important. Yeah. Well, uh, good. good stuff, Jason. Was your show good? Say hi to Megan for me. I will. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You laughed. Is it going to turn into a thing? Probably. It, it's, it's definitely going to be a thing. Me beat a joke into the ground? Never. Got a boy. No. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, everybody. Thanks for having me. Chad, thanks for having me. Adam will be here tomorrow. Have a good rest of your day. Good to see you, Jason. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest.